0: Live
1: from the lab. Hi, I'm Courtney Ammenhauser, host of Up for It on FBI Radio. And I'm Associate Professor Alice Motion from the University of Sydney. Welcome to Live from the Lab, where science, art, and music meet. This year for National Science Week in Australia, we united six musicians with six researchers over Zoom. The result? six brand new compositions inspired by nanoscience each episode you'll hear from both the musician and the scientist each of them making waves in their own community and now united for this project in this episode luke davis and mintree lu with dr taylor siska science. it's time to celebrate national science week like we are doing every day this week on Upfret. And today I am joined by some very special guests. Joining me on the Zoom call, we've got Luke Davis, Min Tree Lu and Dr. Taylor Siska, as well as Dr. Alice Motion. Good morning to you all.
2: Good
3: morning. Morning.
2: Morning.
1: Welcome. Hi. It's so lovely to have you all here on uh, the line. Now I thought we would start with Min and Taylor because your research area, uh, you're building autonomous and programmable nanorobots to do something pretty special. Can you tell me a little bit about what your research is?
2: Uh, Yes, sure, Uh, I can go ahead. So our project is about nanorobotics for health and the aim of this project is to improve the treatment outcomes for the serious diseases such as cancer or cardiac diseases. And then the big problem with these diseases is that they develop over time without giving much symptoms and it's often too late when the patient starts experiencing symptoms with the disease and then because disease at this stage has spread throughout even part of the body the treatment becomes very painful and ineffective. So our aim is to develop a nanorobot that could detect the disease in its very early state. with the treatment so that the outcome can be improved. So the robot we designed, it actually doesn't look like the robot that you see in the news or in the <laughs> sci-fi movie because they actually very small. Actually they about billion times smaller than a chicken egg. And the reason why you want to make them so small is that we want to put them into your bloodstream so it can navigate throughout your body to detect early side of health issues. So we made the nanorobot out of uh, uh, the molecule of life, uh, because they have been found in your body. When you want with those molecules, they are DNA and protein. And my work is based on the DNA, and Taylor's work is based on the protein. Um, I'm going to talk about DNA uh, for a bit, and then I can let Taylor to explain about the protein. Yeah, beautiful. So, so DNA is um long change molecules. Made of thousands of smaller molecules, and then not all the DNA had the same length. In other words, they don't have the same number of molecules. In our lab, we use two different types DNA, the long DNA and the short DNA, to make the nanostructure. So to make the nanostructure, we first we use the long DNA chains and then we the DNA chain into the specific uh, shape or pattern that make us the structure that you want to create. And then the next step, we need to staples at many different locations along the DNA chain to keep the structure remain intact, and we use the short DNA to do that job. And the reason why you could uh, staple the, uh, the reason why you could staple the structures is because DNA has very unique chemical properties. So in fact, one DNA molecule prefer to bind to another DNA molecules if they have uh, complementary chemical properties. So this is just like uh, if you go to the supermarket and you buy a, a Velcro, it's always a pair of a hook and a loop so you can stick the Velcro uh, pieces together to form a very uh, strong sticking. So the technique I just described, we call DNA origami. <laughs> this is be because the, the, the way we make it is very similar to the paper origami in German, Japan. And that's in my opinion, um, Two fundamental difference here is that instead of using paper, we're using long DNA change. and the second difference is that uh, I have to we have to stable the structure to prevent it from collapsing. Whereas with the paper with the paper origami, the structure remains stable at you folding it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for the DNA stuff, and then I can let Tyler to talk about more stuff. Yeah, that's that's project. a really
1: interesting way to think about it with the origami. I've also had when you were talking about chains, I've been doing a lot of crochet, so I was picturing like loops of wool, <laughs> like chaining along and then attaching yeah. it together. <laughs> that, that yeah, was
2: they sort of that. Yeah,
1: there was a beautiful explanation, Min. I think it's sometimes yes. really hard to think about something that's you know a ch- a length of a string almost. If you imagine DNA is like a piece of string making up a shape Mm. and the way I always think about it is a bit like if you're icing a cake and you know you kind of move the icing up and down you can kind of fill the hole with this repeating strand of icing where you can design the DNA so that it will fill any shape by kind of folding uh, to fit the shape for example Mm -hmm. Um, and it blows my mind when I think about DNA origami and the work that Min does um, in his lab truly <laughs> it really is mind-blowing uh, and taylor did you have something to add there as well
3: um yeah so i'm working on the protein side of the project so dna and protein just sort of always go together um so dna sort of has the instructions for making proteins uh, in, in the cell and so the proteins that we work with in our lab are called encapsulins so proteins are also long chains and they fold into these like completely wild shapes Um, And so what encapsulin does is it folds and then it sticks to a lot of other copies of itself and forms a giant ball. Um, And we can actually put things inside of this ball and put things outside of it. And we're working on figuring out ways that we can get it to fall apart, come back together and then control what goes in and out. Sort of um, one of the applications being that you can package potentially therapeutics inside and sort of send it to go to a specific point where if it encounters uh, like a disease state or some sort of signal, it can release it either from the inside or from something that's attached to the outside. So it's sort of like a, like a little package <laughs> that you can um, send around that's carrying other molecules or other proteins that are doing important processes. So uh, what I think is really cool about this project in general is proteins and DNAs DNA already exist. Um, we're just sort of using our knowledge of how they work chemically to reprogram them um, to do something else, uh, like another application in health
1: yeah that's so cool we've also got musician luke davis on the line and luke you've created a song in response to this uh research area can you talk to me about the process of creating this track what was it like for you
0: yeah it was it was super exciting i've never created something in this kind of style um with with something to to really work within um I was thinking it actually relates a lot to kind of, um, I do acting as well. And it really relates almost like the the scientific research I was responding to is almost like the play within which I'm developing a character. But in this, in this case, it was a song that I was developing. Um, so I started with, um, probably the first week or so, just reflecting on, uh, kind of what we talked about, um, what you, you, uh, Min and Taylor just, uh, just told the the listeners about and um, trying to get my head around it because I to have a confession that I I didn't even know what a double helix was until our uh, conversation so it was very educational for me mm-hmm. um, I I did a lot more um, I did a little bit more research but uh, um, also just like realizing all of the stuff that I that I knew about biology and um, this world of tiny tiny molecular cells uh, or, or you, you know, molecules within cells that are within us um, that make up everything. So I, I spent a lot of time just um, developing and um, developing ideas, recording ideas that came um, and then just had, had a whole heap of ideas, probably almost 30 different voice memos that I just kind of beatboxed and uh, la 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 you know, <laughs> into my phone. Um, so I spent, spent probably about an hour scrolling through them. And this, um, particular idea had this, um, started with a bit of a repetitive loop. Um, I just had this thing in my head that was like, the more, I think the bigger it gets. The more, and I just like kept repeating that. And even, I wasn't going to use it cause you know, it's all about the small stuff. And and this is saying basically the opposite thing. But then I realized it almost, um, you know, we were talking about the process of, uh, of researching and discovering ideas, just like in the creative process, we, um, I, I guess, research as well and discover ideas and and dis- discover the direction of a song is going to go in a completely different direction to how we started out, which is a really beautiful thing as well with your research. I'm sure you, you think you're going down a path and then suddenly you're like, oh, actually, like, that's <laughs> super fun. So, um, yeah it uh it I, I I did have uh the scientists kind of method methods in mind as well so it, it's I was reflecting on the song last night and I didn't intentionally do this but it's almost like the verse was written from the perspective um of of say a, a scientist or or at a human level in the chorus you can almost uh hear it like it's the DNA or or the proteins singing it possibly <laughs> but um I tried to um when it came back to writing the lyrics um I I write things in kind of an improvisational way so I um I, I just set that voice memo going once I was developing that idea just like go about doing you know my my day and then I'd, another idea would come I'd run back to the phone and be like like you know basically sing almost gibberish um to To replace and to then be replaced with actual words uh later actual lyrics, um but as it turns out um often there are some words in there that I actually use in the actual song, so yeah, if you listen to the actual voice memo it's pretty pretty embarrassing, <laughs> but it's also pretty aligned with especially the melody that was um, that you'll hear in the actual song, so what, what I then went um and did once I decided on the bits of the melody that really worked for me um. I, I laid some chords under it and figured out what worked because it's it's really interesting as well. Um I guess the the rules in science, which I don't understand, you guys are amazing for for understanding. It's very inspiring. There are actual there's certain harmonies and stuff that that complement or or change a melody or give it a certain tone and feeling. So um I found quite a simple um Basically, four chord um, structure that um, it varies varies a bit, um, but uh, ad- added some some kind of colourful tones to the to the to the chords um, underneath. I, I wanted to keep it quite subtle, but it, it just um, influences the melody in in a subtle way. And what what I kind of discovered through creating it once, um, I recorded all the chords. I recorded all the guitars at home, and then I went into Novatone in Newcastle and recorded with a legendary dude called Sean. And he he and I kind of discovered this kind of almost darkish feeling coming through the song. Um, and I don't know, you can you can interpret that in the way that you mm-hmm. you want. But um, yeah, it's it's almost like you guys, this this research is so amazing and there's so much power in it. Um uh and you guys are using it for the best thing in the world but the the kind of things that we were talking about with manipulating dna and folding folding it up and being able to redesign the insides of cells um yeah it's it's such power you have to make sure it stays in the, the good hands <laughs> well let's <laughs> you know.
1: take a listen to the track hey uh this is the first time that dr taylor siska and mintri Lou have ever heard it so it's a pretty exciting moment about to happen a track by luke davis it's called the more i think the more i think it the better it gets here we go
3: Such a small thing,
2: and it swallows me.
3: Vision. Oh.
1: luke davis with the more i think it the bigger it gets for live from the lab hello to all of my special guests on the zoom call right now i've got dr alice motion mintri lu dr taylor siska and luke davis who created that song in response to the research that mintri lu and dr taylor siska do what did you think that was the first time that you've ever heard the track
3: i liked it (laughs) (laughs) Could you um,
1: recognize any of the uh, the research that you do within the the sounds?
3: Yeah, like I really love the whole, um, uh, the more I think it the bigger it gets, because that's like a lot how it feels when you start a new research project. Um, it's sort of like when you, you sort of go in and like, oh, this is the idea I have. and then the more you think about it, the more complex it gets, the bigger it gets, the more little side projects you can put on it. Um, and so I feel like it sort of covers the whole research process really well. The more you think about it, the bigger it gets. Totally. I think especially as like
1: personally I, I don't know that much about science. So whenever Alice comes in every Tuesday, my mind is just like, whoa, literally thinking and then I start to go on these tangents, probably maybe like what you've done, Luke, of like thinking about things and then just being like, Oh my god, <laughs> just kind of overwhelmed by the complexity of it all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs>
2: But so exciting!
1: And uh, Vintry Lu, how, how did you feel about that one?
2: Um, I really like the lyric. It's really true in my case because literally, the more I think it, the bigger my nanorobot will get. So I try to make very big structures. So I spend days, hours to think how to make bigger structures. So I'm thankful I'm spending my feeling with after my four years of research, thinking a lot. And yeah. also, uh, it has a very exciting feeling at the beginning of the music. Uh, pictures uh, in my mind, a uh, movie scenes of a thousand a robot like, invading the Earth. Very strong, exciting action, kind uh, of uh, uh, sound at the beginning.
3: Yeah, so good. It's exactly
0: what I was going for.
3: <laughs> yeah, we uh, we uh, have yeah, to get that- this blasting in the lab, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was so lovely to have
1: you all on the show this morning. Thank you so much for joining me. Luke Davis, Dr. Taylor Siska, Mintri Lu and Dr. Alice Motion will be doing Live from the Lab again. Live from the Lab is a collaboration between FBI Radio and the University of Sydney, supported by Inspiring Australia. Live from the Lab for Australian National Science Week 2020.